You're listening to the Scars and Guitars podcast series that syndicates for the A-List Online. My name's Andrew Mackay-Smith and the interview subjects that I've got coming up for you. Corey Fisher and Clark Scales from Perth's rather excellent Sunday Sundown. Now, the reason for the chat with the lads is to promote the very good new EP from them for 2020. And what's it called? We Are Home. So here they are, Corey Fisher and Clark Scales from Sunday Sundown. Got a connection, brother. How are you going? How you going, man? Good, mate. Yeah, we've had a few issues. I've done a block of you're my sixth and final interview. I must say, here you go, two of you. Hey, there man. you go. Nice. Salute. <laughs> Good. Yeah, you're my you're my last interview, so I'm going to enjoy this. Uh, like you, mate. I'm going to enjoy my Jack Daniels. Uh, cheers. You know, cheers indeed. Yeah. Uh, I, I I I'm really glad Lee organised you guys for last because uh, I got to say I I do enjoy. You see my micro view. Somebody from the band liked it on um, Instagram. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. That was sick. Yeah. I, I like what you guys do a lot, but then I'm a little bit biased because through Firestarter, I firmly believe that Perth is the music capital of Australia from about 2015 onwards. So I don't know, just about every single, and I'm not just saying this because I'm talking to a band from Perth, but just about every band or artist that I've talked to from your great city has had something that I've truly enjoyed and admired. Uh, and that's, believe me, the, I, I get tens. Uh, I don't know how many I get a week. Maybe maybe 20, 30 promos a week or thereabouts. But when it comes from Perth, I always make a point of ha- taking a listen. And that's easy because when it comes from Firestarter, I listen anyway because there's typically an opportunity to have a chat. But look, I'm a fan. You can tell your music is irreverent. It's bold and it sounds like it would be great to put on as background music to the next session, whether it be, you know, Bit of a billy, bit of a beer, whatever it might be, with some of your mates. Bit of love but, making, so to speak. Yeah, a bit, bit of love else. making, right there. Uh, add that in as well. But you guys have got to be happy with how your EP here, We Are Home, has turned out. Yeah, thanks, man. Yeah, no, no, we're pretty stoked on it, though. We're, yeah, um, <laughs> we we kind of rushed it a little bit, to be honest, to get out there. But, <laughs> but um, no, no, we're pretty happy with it, man. We like how it sounds. It's um, trying to find a sound and shit like that, and I guess we don't really know what that is just yet. I think we're just trying to figure it out as we go along and um, hope people enjoy listening to it. Yeah, look, what I mentioned in the micro review, so for, obviously this is going to be part of my podcast series. So what I said was, is that you guys create wasted cruisy vibes that go perfect with a nail or two on a weekend and you've got the right blend. This nice. is crucial. You know, this is crucial here. Lo-fi guitar strumming underneath a deceptively up, upright vocal supported by a classy rhythm section. So I'm a musician too. So that's how I listen to music as a musician. That that gives the and, – and you as the musicians, you give the cuts just enough rock and roll oomph for it to sound like as though it's got balls. But it's still laid back. And you're one of the first bands that I've actually ever heard that can achieve that. So do, do you realise that's what you're doing or is that something that you've actually got – you know, is that intended? Um, no, not really, man. Like it's <clears> – <throat> we all sort of play a role and bring something different to the table um, together. So like – that the end product's always different to what we think it might start off out as. Like mm-hmm. we just um, we just want to play music that we enjoy. I think. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I was going to say that. And it's we all, just, yeah. whatever we think sounds good or works well, we just kind of mm-hmm. think, "Fuck it, let's do it," and then hope so, people yeah. will enjoy it because we enjoy it. Yeah, it's it's. Uh, I, I love getting. I spend a lot of time on the Sunshine Coast. So if you guys you guys probably know where that is, so you've probably heard of yeah. it at the very least. But your music is perfect for there. 
beaches, bars on the beach, walking from one beach to another beach, you know, this sort of thing, and then going to Ocean Street, which is a strip of nightclubs that we've got there in Maroochydore, and just hanging out. You guys are perfect for that. You actually sound like you come from the Sunshine Coast. That's the <laughs> vibe. You know, it's sun, it's sun kissed, but it's got that grit to it, you know, that urban grit to it that I think music like yours needs to have. So who inspired you to play and or who inspired you guys collectively, if you like, not individually, but collectively, because you've got a great sound? I don't think we have a collective inspiration. I think we all just really utilise our individual inspirations because we all, I think we all are inspired by completely different artists, where, whether it's guitar or vocals or, yeah, just the whole outcome of the song, I guess. I think we just, yeah, we're just trying, we just don't want to, we don't want to sound like, we don't want to be like, oh, they sound like this band or, we kind of want to try and create something shape. new and yeah. create it, it's, its own sound, I guess. But it, it's because it's got so many different um, I think we have a lot of influences. Different, yeah, influences. Yeah. We're like, we all like hip-hop, um, mm-hmm. indie rock, rock, fucking jazz, blues, whatever. So we kind of just incorporate it or try to into the songs that we make depending on what we want it to sound like. Um, so I don't think it really has a specific genre and like the new songs that we're making as well don't really have a specific uh, genre in mind. It's just kind of... Just want to have that medium, feel. medium yeah. between happy and sad, you know, just that perfect little middle section, you know, because you don't want to be too emo or too poppy. So just... Well, you, you, you struck that balance though. I mean, the thing is you've actually struck that balance and... Many try, but they don't get there. So I and I've had this you know block of six interviews at the moment. So I've only asked this question once before because of how cohesive uh, Pepperhead sounded. They're another band that are distributed by Firestarter, but you guys have that cohesion as well. So I take it you guys are really good mates, you know, collectively. Yeah. Oh yeah, like, yeah, us, yeah, 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 yeah. We're all good mates. Yeah. So so when who writes the music? Insofar as does it start on an acoustic guitar? Is it then say uploaded into the cloud because it's been recorded via Premiere Pro or whatever it might have been, whatever the interface has been, is go, oh, guys, I've got this new idea here. What I'd like you to do is just do your thing and let's turn up a rehearsal and see how it sounds. Is that how it works or is it different? Kind of figuring, we're kind of, songwriting for us has been an ongoing experiment, but like we're trying to figure out the best ways for us to do that together. But late, like with the, the EP, It'll start with a riff. It might start with a bass line and then, you know, um, I might start writing to it or one of the boys might have written something and it's just once the idea's there, then it's just the work on top of it. That's when it, we all sort of really work together to, you know, you got a skeleton and just try to fill in the gaps and yeah. turn it into something. So you just trust each other to come up with the goods at the time when you're, when you're <clears> actually putting songs together. Yeah, man, it's an like, even input, yeah. you know. Like kind of like we have a like Corey's a skeleton idea of what we want to do. We go to our producer's uh, studio and then we kind of just um, go from there and just mm-hmm. pretty much just do different takes and different feels to the song. We'll, we'll change from like funk to heavy rock to whatever, and then sure. we just find it to the point where everyone agrees on yeah, that's what we think it should sound like, and then that's pretty much what we go with. Mm. So who, who did you turn to then to capture your sound? Because the other thing too is it's one thing to be cohesive in a rehearsal room, but it's something else completely different to capture that 
on an EP or an album, which you guys have managed to do. So who did you guys do that yourselves or can you tell me who you worked with? Uh, Dylan, Dylan Kiernan, um, who produces um, his label Soak Sounds. Um, Soak Sounds, we, we started recording with him and he plays a massive role because, you know, we'd go and stay with him for a whole like weekend at a time and just stay out in the Pinjara, like which is in the in the hills, nothing around, and we'd just stay at this fucking ranch and like cook dinner and sleep and hang out and just be out in the wilderness like a cliche rock and roll story and just awesome. fucking just sit there and just be like just there's nothing else to distract you. So like he he plays a massive role yeah. in like you know, um, I feel what's like going to uh, work, how to blend it all together. I feel like a few too many beers help as well. I feel like we always get really pissed when we record and then we wake up in the morning and listen to it and we go, oh, this sounds pretty cool. Or it sounds really shit. Or it sounds really shit, yeah. Yeah, I, I find that I'm, uh, I've mentioned that I'm a musician as well and I found that it was either uh, heads or tails on that call there. Because yeah. you know, yeah. it always sounds good at the time, but then you wake up the next morning or you get it sent to you or whatever happens and you go, oh, shit. You know, yeah. uh, but I mean, I, I think there's there's something intangible to the way you guys are crafting music that that might not be obvious to you guys, but I can certainly hear it. There's that irreverence of youth. Okay, so you sound exciting, and a lot of bands sound bored. They sound like listen to Aerosmith, for example, their last three or four records. They're shit. Excuse my language, because yeah. they're old fellas. Okay, they're old fellas that have got record contracts and they've got an obligation to do it. You guys want to create music. You want to guys want to craft music, and you're also probably interested in a whole bunch of things that are going on in the world as well. So, is is there anything else outside of music that influences the way you know? Is it in terms of are you into <coughs> sports or uh, you know anything in the media in general general that inspires the music? I think it's just all of our all of our drive and and passion towards the music, man. Like we all we all really want to want to do this, um, just as yeah. as bad as each other. So I feel like the surroundings that we're in as well. Um, uh, we've got like a big friend group, and we love them all a lot. And mm-hmm. I know we get a bit wild on the weekends, and that's kind of like what we write about a little bit as well. Um, <laughs> like you said, like Gold Coast, Sunshine Coast, or whatever. We on Perth, man, it's pretty much like. We're in our twenties, man. We're, we're stuck. Shit, so. We're stuck in the loop, you know. Constantly feeling <clears throat> sad for yourself, and then feeling happy and t- telling everyone your life story. It's just this ongoing cycle. But <laughs> music's kind of what is our like, um, our like our way to express that. Yeah, a little outlet. Otherwise, we'd just be doing the same shit. But it's cool if we can sing about it, I suppose. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, well, you're capturing it. There's no doubt about that. But um... What what about how did the the formation of the group? How did you guys meet? You want to tell that little <laughs> story, eh? Yeah, that's pretty funny actually. Um, so I didn't know Corey until about two years ago. Um, I went traveling around Europe, backpacking, and um, I got to Croatia and I got on this boat and uh, met Corey on there. Um, probably about a couple of months later, we we're in a dirty London flat. Yeah, like a shitty little house party and. We were um, eating heaps of fairy bread out the yeah. back and getting all amped up on the sugar. And I just, um, yeah, I said that I wanted to sing and you said you play guitar. And anyway, yeah, I ended up moving to Perth. And, um, yeah, nothing, like we, we used to jam and, I don't know, we met, I got introduced to Andre through all our friends and then we sort of teamed up with Andre and then Jacko came along and then it just kind of 
it um yeah well, dude, where, like that, where are you the, from Corey? then if you said you moved out to perth are you from uh, at east are you i'm from sydney yeah i got, okay, I got the blue mountains Mate, you are no shit. You are the third person tonight out of all. I mean, God, how many interviews? Six interviews I've done. You are the third person I've spoken to from the Blue Mountains. There you go. Who else have you spoken to? I've spoken to Gavin Bowles, who was just before you guys, and CJ Stranger. So CJ is Cam. Oh, I can't remember his surname now, to be honest with you. Um, but all on Firestarter, all distributed by Firestarter, mate. And wow. I, I actually got the bio mixed up between CJ Stranger and Gavin Bowles because. How many musicians are there from the Blue Mountains that I've spoken to? Until tonight, none. There's three tonight. Three tonight. <laughs> you know, so I, I got the I got the bio mixed up because I was thinking, you know, I tend to remember bands from where they're from because I talk to people from all over the world. And uh, to speak to three people from the Blue Mountains is incredible. But, mate, you must be enjoying the relative warmth of and Mediterranean climate of Perth compared to bloody the freezing cold of the Blue Mountains. Oh, it's, it's bloody home, you know. I, I think I found where I had to be. So, yeah, I'm hearing you. Nah, yeah. Sleeps in my bed most nights. So. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. You know, so. Um, but, lads, the future. I mean, COVID thing aside, we're going to get out of this sometime soon. But uh, you are a band that I truly feel needs to uh, have decent representation internationally, i.e. abroad, and get your music heard by as many people as possible because you are what you are doing is genuinely unique. Unique. Uh, it, you should truly be playing on what's that Coachella? Coachella and those Pitchfork festivals, you know, Pitchfork that hipster, yeah. hipster, hipster website and that, that publishes from the states. You guys would go down a treat there. So, so what are you doing to spread the word and on on at that level? Because I think you're a bit musically speaking, you're definitely beyond the sort of indie level. You're definitely at that level where you could support the Strokes or the Killers or somebody like that and actually pull it off. Wow. Yeah, well, that'd be fucking, the fucking. Tell you what, mate, I wouldn't say no. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> but have you got yeah. have you got management or who's helping you? No, no, we don't have any management. No, not at the moment. Um, we we're gonna do our EP launch on fuck what was it twentieth of March, I think. Twenty first of March, man. Twenty first of March, and then that was the couple of days before it got shut down all the COVID yeah. stuff. So um, yeah, it couldn't end up doing that, but. No, we don't have management. We're just doing it all ourselves at the moment. Just trying to get out there and connect through social media, like Instagram and stuff like that. And um, we were just, yeah, yeah we were excited to play, cruising. play more shows. We, we were sort of, yeah, we had a lot of local shows that were sort of up and coming. Because we, we, we were just stoked to be playing locally. But yeah. I think it's hard to. We 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 also want to write a lot of more music. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, it's you got to you got to take it as it comes, you know. You're either recording your ass off or, you, or you're playing shows and rehearsing. But we ultimately just want to stay active, man, keep writing. While while this is all still happening, we're going to continue to write and just, you know, just fucking release as much stuff as we can and have yeah. more stuff to play live. But, yeah, as far as management goes, like, yeah, it might have been something we were looking into if this all the restrictions weren't, like, put in place. But it's just been super dead. <clears throat> yeah, because we were on about there was a someone that Corey knows over in Sydney that we're gonna hopefully try and get a couple of gigs over in Sydney and Melbourne yeah. on the way back if we could tour. But um, I think yeah, yeah that'd be now, a realistic approach is maybe trying to do like a an Australian tour and just organise it ourselves. I suppose. I mean, do that. Yeah, look at for you guys. Look at regional areas because the cities. 
Cities are odd, you know that. Like, but there's there's regional areas. I've already mentioned the Sunshine Coast, the Gold Coast. Yep. That's to me, that's you guys. You guys are the soundtrack to regional Australia in a lot of ways. And I know you come from, you know, you're from Blue Mountains and Perth, but but you've got that, but you've got that vibe going on. And there, are, there, are, there's 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 this circuit here. And I was only talking to a mate up the road who's in a in a band who dropped four four triple Z's. Uh, Hot 100 last year about it, and he's doing a circuit where they're playing Coffs Harbour and Port Macquarie in New South Wales and this sort of thing. That's 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 untapped. That's I don't know way. why more bands aren't doing this sort of thing because how much? What what are these regional kids doing? Not much outside of how they entertain themselves, which is usually involving sport. City kids have, you know, there's sport usually going on. Oh, yeah, the NRL or the AFL or the A League or whatever, or Super Rugby. There's so much different things that can occupy their time but in regional areas and and the thing is most a lot not most a lot of musicians that i've met originate from regional areas and move to cities to take advantage of the commercial bonanza that cities offer people so yeah definitely think about that but i mean given that you are you are in your 20s and you're relatively young on that basis have you thought about say relocating going to the uk or particularly i think for you guys the usa would be awesome No, I think I'm I'm pretty happy in Perth. Like I think this will always this is home for us. But who knows what the future holds, man? I think um, I feel like, yeah, I feel like with like social media and like the internet and stuff, you don't really need to relocate. I'm like we're more like, we'd be. I'm not moving back to London. <laughs> I won't do it. I can't do it. Uh, it's a tough city. Yeah. Yeah, we'd be stoked to go play in America. And don't take me back there. Ship, I don't want to go. <laughs> but um, yeah, yeah, I reckon yeah, hit Perth, like Perth, Perth, Perth's home. Perth's home for now. We um, definitely want to get around all those and just try and tour as much as we can in the future. Like I just yeah, I want to go across and do the old all the East Coast. Yeah, going yeah, hey, I think um, I think you're just covering the microphone there or the speaker there. So it's um, there you go. I can hear it. No, it's all good. Uh, yeah, no, I, I'm really taken with you guys, as you can tell. I think We Are Home is an extraordinary EP. Uh, at this point in time, though, and again, I've asked this question a few times. You know, with COVID nineteen, but for you guys especially, I'd hate for this release to fall through the cracks and not be heard by people. So, outside of doing podcasts and potentially some videos. Can you think of anything else that's truly creative that no other bands are doing in order to spread your music at this point in time? Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's a tough one, isn't it? Um, we want to record a... Yeah, we want to we want to do a couple of acoustic sets. I feel like maybe even... I, was, I had a little idea the other day that if we could like set up the fucking like, band on a roof or something or like somewhere nearby where just like the public could come past that we could play out to just people and just have a little jam and cruise out that way um yeah there's not really much else we can do you know um it's quite tough at the moment have you thought about have you thought about contacting the local fairfax it's it's not called fairfax these days but nine news whatever i think it's the west australian is it west australian is that the name of the local newspaper there yeah yeah the news limited one yeah okay so the west australian or something like that and saying just testing the waters like because i work I, i do a lot of work with news limited okay so i have people calling in all the time on the gold coast bulletin news desk here and they tell me, oh, my mother's turning 100 or there's this dispute here involving neighbours or something. What we don't get, though, a lot of is people like yourself saying, hey, we're doing this. We can't promote our band at the moment, so this is what we're going to do. 
Have you thought about doing something like that where you call up a mainstream news agency and saying, like getting together, having a few bevies and something else maybe to get creative and saying, how do we actually think outside of the box here and reach a big audience? Because I think with you guys, if you reach a big audience, that's your sweet spot. Your sweet spot isn't a small audience amongst your mates. Your sweet spot is actually going a little bit bigger. I think that's where you guys, that's what I call your, your cruising altitude. There you go. Your cruising altitude. So have you thought about doing something like that? Well, I, I was actually in contact with uh, a lady who's in the music industry and she knows the musical editor for the West Australian. Um, he took a liking to our song. I haven't heard anything back yet, but maybe that could be, maybe hit them up and see what the go is from there. I guess that'd yeah. be a really good move. Well, I highly encourage. It's just as I say, you know, I've said it a few times. I'm taken with your music, and I just the last thing I'd like to hear is that in five years' time or so, you've disbanded and you're not doing it anymore, because I think there's some serious potential there. And uh, look, the commercial reality of playing music is you need to reach an audience. If you don't reach an audience, you just sort of it doesn't happen. There's, there's, I, I can tell you, there's one band that have been together that haven't had any commercial appreciation. They're called Leichhardt. They're a local Brisbane band. They're still together because they simply don't give a shit. They just do what they do. But they're also a bit older too. When you're younger, there's an expectation, I think. And I want to say when, when you're younger, I'm 42, and there's, if I was playing in a band, I'd want it to reach the ears of people too. If I went onto Spotify and saw that seven people listened to my single, I wouldn't be happy. You know, yeah. we're not creating music for creating music's sake. We're creating music to share our enjoyment of music with people. Yeah. That's crucial. That's crucial. So I, I just think that the strength of We Are Home you know, these these other, I can't even name, you know, Imagine Dragons and all this bullshit. I don't even know what these bands are called these days, but I hear them and they're just crap. They're just <laughs> yeah. Shit. Like, they're probably nice guys, lads. They're probably nice guys. You know, I could probably have a beer with them and I'd apologise for saying that. But the point is, the music's awful. Yours isn't. And it needs to be heard by as many people as I think you can possibly reach out to. So I just encourage you in this period of time to think about how you could promote your music using non-conventional and non-standard methods to ensure that you've got skin in the game. Because here's a tip. You guys are all going to get married and have kids at some point. It's, it, even if you say, no, it won't happen now, it probably will. <laughs> and, and then all of the wheels fall off or everything else because you're too busy providing for families and stuff. The trick we're, is, we're, we're, yeah, sorry, I don't my team and works, to be honest. I can't, <laughs> I can't wait to prove you wrong. Plenty of practice. <laughs> <laughs> I think, yeah, I think with music, man, is like a lot of these, I think a lot of my fa my most favourite musicians died before they had the opportunity to be shit. I think the older you get, yeah, sometimes, yeah, yeah. you know, bands just lose the drive or, you know, you're constantly going to be evolving, but yeah, we're we're young, <laughs> horny, and hungry, and you know, we've got so much more to give and so many more songs to make. So, yeah, we got some loaded guns, brother. We're doing this guns are blazing. <laughs> so, Sunshine Coast, watch out because we're coming for you. I can't go anywhere after that. I better wrap things up. That's awesome. But good, good on you, lads. As I say, you know, I think you guys have done a marvelous job here. Congratulations on releasing what I feel is a what I feel is collectively. And here's a massive compliment. The uh, collection of tunes released to date in 2020, an album or EP otherwise. This is my favourite release thus far. And I oh, get a ton of music. Thanks as so much, it. man. Yeah. Means Thank a you. Lot. Thank you. Yeah. I, look, and I, I listen to so much music, but I, I know a good thing when I bloody hear it. It's just whether or not, you know, you know, we live in Australia, which is great. I wouldn't want to live anywhere else, but we're not a commercial bonanza. Europe and the US is where it's at. So I just hope people over there, most of the people that listen to this podcast come from uh, the United States in particular. I implore them to get onto you guys. So on that note, 
how can they tune into your music? Obviously, you've got a Facebook presence, but how else can they tune into what you guys are doing? YouTube, Spotify, Instagram, um, Sunday Sundown Official. Yeah. It's all it's all under Sunday Sundown and Sunday Sundown Official. But yeah, we just uh, it's on iTunes as well. Um, I think it's on yeah all pretty much music yeah. platforms: Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. Fucking. We generally run it through Spotify um, and 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 Instagram. Mm-hmm. All right, lads. Well, congratulations. What I'll do is when I release it, I'll just link you in via Facebook if that's okay. If that's the way you want to do things. Unreal. If you want to share it, go ahead. No drama. But no no offense taken if you don't. No dramas whatsoever. You know. But no, uh, I, I just want to spread the word for you guys. You know. No, well, appreciate thank it you so much, man. No worries, lads. All right, we'll get back to some more bevies and uh, no doubt we'll chat sometime in the near future during your next release. Awesome. <laughs> Thanks, Thanks brother. Have a good See one. See you, man. Thanks, guys. No worries. Catch ya. <laughs> See ya. You've been listening to the Scars and Guitars podcast series, The Syndicates for the A-List Online. My name's Andrew Mackay-Smith and the interview subjects you just heard from are from a band from Perth called Sunday Sundown and that was Corey Fisher and Clark Scales. Thanks for listening.